0: Welcome back. It's Tim and Jennifer, and we are back with the Everyday Matters podcast, because everyday matters and we deal with everyday matters, everyday issues of life. So we've been talking about our emotions and how they affect not only our well-being and how we feel about ourselves, but also our influence that we have on other people, because if we want to bring change to the world, it's positive, we need to be in the right frame of mind and you know, with our emotions also to be able to positively impact people. So I'm going to ask you, we're talking today about anxiety. So what makes you anxious? I'm going to ask you that question.
1: Um, I think the thing that makes me anxious is also related to my personality type. And that is that I won't have the answer, that I won't, you know, Somebody will need me to do something or somebody will ask me for something or uh, there's a problem or a situation and I, I, won't, I won't be able to come up with a, a solution or an answer. I hate that.
0: Um, what makes me anxious are spiders. <laughs> what? I mean, you know, the fear of spiders, yep. if One's going to get me. Right. I had this recurring dream that one's coming down from the ceiling and is about to attack me. Yeah. And then there's that time that I was in the bathroom and (laughs) one jumped out at me. That's just way too much information about (laughs) that. Yeah. That might be a silly example of anxiety, but let me give you, maybe this will spark some conversation. Uh, A definition of anxiety, it's uneasy or worried about what might happen. Okay, so that's going to be like the... That's what we're going to talk about. Um, So it really has a lot to do with the future because it talks about what might happen. And when I hear that word might, it has to do with expectations. Sometimes, Sometimes we have unrealistic expectations about what might happen. It may happen or may not happen, but we've already... Convinced ourselves in our minds that it's gonna happen that we get anxious about it. What do you think about that?
1: Um, I think that's true. I, I think I Think there is a difference between anxiety and fear Fear is I mean,
0: they go together though. Yes, right? they definitely go together. We talked about the primary emotions right. of anger fear and love yes. and anxiety is associated with fear. So,
1: okay um, yes, associated with fear, but fear is in the now it 's actually happening to you, so if um, you were in the bathroom and that spider was there
0: i'm then... so glad we could use a spider as your <laughs> so I'm in the spider so'm um, okay so i 'm in the bathroom, and the spider's there yes, okay.
1: like when the first time that ha well like the only time it's the only that time. happened. Um, Hopefully
0: the only time that are You
1: pulled the toilet paper and the spider was in the it roll. It was in
0: the roll, roll and it jumped out on top of the... <laughs> right. And it's one of those big, like, recluse-looking... Wo-
1: no, wolf. I think it's a wolf spider. Big wolf spider is yeah. just... They're terrifying. Yeah. Oh, I'm
0: just glad I was sitting where I was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, me too. But that Let's was that a, a genuine fear that spider was there and it could actually hurt you or well i don't know if that spider could have but you know spiders can potentially be dangerous
0: but there's a difference and that's a fear it's a fear but that's a fear in the moment and well
1: that's what fear is yeah but the thing happens in the moment but anxiety is every time you go to the bathroom you check the toilet paper or you check to make sure there's no spider. that's anxiety
0: that's a fear of the future though but check it because i'm afraid it's gonna, gonna happen again but
1: that's anxiety me. The, no, yeah. Yeah. Fear. Oh, well, I guess anxiety is fear of something's going to happen in the future. But fear, fear. It
0: is because that's what the definition <laughs> says. You're so funny. No, I'm looking at the definition. Uh, well, and it says it right there yeah, about what might happen. That, honestly, that's what it is. It's about what may happen.
1: Right. Anxiety is about what may happen. But fear is it's okay. actually happening. That's a good point to make the distinction. No, I think that's really true. fear is a good thing. Fear is a God-given gift that keeps us safe. I mean, there are some things that we actually need to be afraid of because they will hurt us. But with every gift that God has given us, you know, Satan has corrupted those gifts and they are used against us. And so... I think there's a
0: difference, too, between... Like since it's something in the future, um, there's a difference between preparation and anxiousness. Because in anxiety, I think it's it's this it's this fear of what might happen in the future. But like I, I just mentioned, this the unrealistic expectation about that it's going to be bad, and not only that is going to be bad, but it's going to affect me in a negative way. When in preparation, I can say. Something bad may happen to me in the future, but I'm going to prepare for that happening, and it doesn't have to affect me in a negative way. So preparation for the event actually takes anxiousness well, away. I, it's I, like a do-over. You know, like you're out on the playing. I don't know. You didn't really. I, I didn't play watch sports. you. I watched you play basketball a couple of times. That was bad. It, it was really entertaining. <laughs> it really, really was entertaining. Yeah, I'm not sports. Well, so yeah. In you got to figure out when you're supposed to guard the other person. <laughs> when you're on offense, you're not I, supposed I, to guard yeah. the other person. I, I learned that it was, later. It was wonderful. It was a great thing. I don't, I don't really out about it. Oh, it's a do-over. Yeah. So it's this thing happened in the, to you before because now you're just going to expect that it's going to be bad in the future and that you're going to respond the same way and it's just going to ruin your life. But you get a do-over. Kind of like a do-over. If it happens again, you get to... I mean, you can't redo what you did before. So but you can really, have it, choose a different response. But you response. can choose a different response so to you, it. So it's preparation. So you prepare for this event that might happen. And when you prepare for it, it takes your anxiety away. But if you don't prepare for it, then when it happens, you're anxious about it because you're just expecting it to be a terrible thing again. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, but I, I kind of think that's just... Uh, your way of um, making it okay that you over prepare for everything. And I so significantly thanks. underprepare
0: thanks for making for everything. Me I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah well I'm it's well. true. I'm a worst uh-huh. case
1: you are a worst case scenario person.
0: And you you're this is the thing that I really love about you that you're a, you're the best case scenario person, so you don't really get anxious about things so much.
1: I, I really don't, but it I I wish I would th- I wish I would be a little more anxious <laughs> in some ways because, like, this morning, I, I went to the grocery store. I forgot my purse. And I didn't know it <laughs> until... Where
0: was it? Was it in your car?
1: It's in the car. I, I was glad it was in the car. But I really seriously at that moment, I was like, I have no idea where my purse is right now. Um, and so I, I do wish I could use a little more concern of the future. No, I mean, you know? you're more of a in free spirit my, um, than that. Of course, my, what's interesting
0: yeah. is like, and you did call me about your purse, but by the time I I didn't answer, and when I called, you had found it. But Yes. If I would have answered the phone, oh, and I didn't know. So I would have been, no, it wouldn't be that I would be, I'd be anxious about it. And my anxiety would be that, you, what just happened affected other people, people in a really I mean, negative way. Well, I mean, it's like, oh, I can just see her right now, and she's in line, and she doesn't have a person, all these people waiting for her and getting upset. for. Her. And my anxiety a lot is about how behavior negatively affects other, other people. people. And I'm anxious about that, right. that I don't want. That's what I fear.
1: Okay, just to let people in on this idea. So we had four children,
0: it's a lot it's it's a lot
1: lot. so and there were six of us and we you know had this van Big Sally and um, it's
0: a great name for
1: the (laughs) van I love that van anyway we would go on vacation and Tim would not allow us to go through a drive-through which if you have four young children you understand the hassle of getting everybody unbuckled out of their car seats, you know, just walking across the parking lot to the fast food place is, you know, dangerous with, you know, four young children. But this is what we would have to do because <laughs> ordering for six meals in the drive-thru would hold other people up that were <laughs> behind so, us. And
0: I was trying to be considerate know, of the people, and I didn't because you could see them in the rearview mirror, and they'd be getting upset. I no, didn't. I didn't people expect
1: them. that. Everybody is allowed to go through the line. I mean, that's what, it, that's what the drive-thru is So the next for. time
0: the students go on a trip in a bus, we'll, we'll just a, let them no, go. No, that's a, a
1: little different. But, y- yes, your anxiety. I mean, how
0: many, like, if you have... Ten kids. I mean, is that too many? To, I, why are we even talking about this? This is not. What well, is the solution to anxiety? Let's well, yeah. get to that. We can just okay, talk so about I can tell now.
1: you this: that there are two main ways that people cope okay. with anxiety, and the the first way is worry. So worry is not actually anxiety,
0: which is good because worry is a part of the definition.
1: Oh yes, it is. yes it is. So worry is not actually anxiety. Worry is the thinking. Worry is the the chain of thoughts. Worry is, you know, the rabbit hole part of it. Oh, this is going to happen. And then we're going to go into the drive-thru, and then there are going to be all these people waiting for us. And, and it's six meals, and, you know, and then they're going to get upset. And then somebody's going to get out of their car, or somebody's going to honk. That's worry, the chain of all the thoughts that you're gonna have. Um, And so uh, worry is is how people cope uh, with anxiety or they believe they're coping, but they believe that worrying is helping their anxiety, which it's not, worry does not help your anxiety. And the other thing that they feel is that they can't stop worrying which is not true, you actually can stop worrying because worrying is is the thought process, and then the other thing is they think they can somehow or try to suppress their worrying, and so what you you that? can't like mean? you can't stop you can't think your way out of thinking. You know, difficult thoughts. Like you can't stop thinking about something, right? Because when you That's think like about it, it's yeah, like you're still which thinking is so about
0: interesting it. that you bring that up because anxiety leads to a lot of different mental disorders, or it's a
1: associated. Well, there's with
0: actually yeah. anxiety disorder, but mm-hmm. um, obsessive compulsive disorder, yes. you know, all these different things because of. The anxious right. so you're so,
1: anxious and your coping is you're going to obsess about something else not the thing that you're actually anxious about but you're gonna do little
0: obsessions. and it's so prevalent today I was reading some article and it said that like in the 1950s I hope I say this right that in the 1950s the people who were experiencing anxiety the same symptoms of anxiety that we do that we feel today those people who felt those anxious feelings in 1950s would be hospitalized. What? Some of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it it wasn't as big of an issue. and I mean, anxiety always has, but it was, wasn't as prevalent oh, or more so severe. Okay. So when they started feeling these types of anxiety that we feel today, like in common life, it caused so much an issue for them back then because it was so unusual that many times people would be hospitalized or they would be cuz it would control them and what I hope I made that I hope this makes sense yeah, because now I, okay now we have those same feelings that they used to be hospitalized for and yet we
1: just deal with we it we
0: just deal we with just it suffer. in regular <laughs> life well it just shows you the different I think expectations about life i mean back then and it's the same level. I mean, you are anxious because you want to be liked. You're anxious because you're not going to be able to pay your bills. Or you're anxious about this. You're anxious about that. But now it's just been magnified so much more mm-hmm. that the whole thing we talked about social media. I don't want to beat that to death, but social media is one of those. Mm-hmm. We have such a fear that we're going to be liked. I, this is the issue that I have with social media for me personally. I'm so afraid to post things sometimes for fear that somebody will say something negative about the post. I just wish we oh, it'd be nice if it was. Somebody will say something negative. I know that, I and I mean, that's they why will. I don't. That's why I'm not super active on social media because of my anxiety over that. But you know that that, that kind of goes with people get right. so anxious today because you want to be accepted. You want that. But at the same time, you need to be accepted. It's oh, kind yeah. of a catch-22. I need to be accepted, so I'm going to post because I want people to think something of me that's positive. But then I get anxious because of when I post it, somebody may say something negative Somebody to me. will
1: say something. Well, that's
0: a catch-22, right?
1: Yeah, no, it is. You, get, you, you get definitely get stuck in that. So worry is one way people cope. Which leads to obsessive compulsive disorder and other other things right um, there there's a lot of uh there's some therapists that will talk to you about just go ahead and dive into this thing that you're you're anxious about like go ahead and and say, okay um I'm worried that my presentation is going to go terrible, and you know uh I'm going to mess up and people are going to hate it and my boss is you know and so you worry worry and you know have lots of anxiety related to that um we'll just go ahead and go through the worst case scenario okay the worst case scenario then i mess up and um my boss hates it and we lose all these clients and i get fired and i lose my job and then i have to go find another job and what if i can't find another job and i you know i can't pay my bills well okay you know i mean that's that's what's going to happen or that's a possibility that could happen and you've kind of well when that happens i'll i'll deal with not being able to pay my bills but instead of suppressing that thought go ahead and take it all the way to the end and then you know be okay with it
0: yeah that's really cool that you say that it it gets to the whole value thing of what gives my life value what do i have to have to feel like i want to keep on living that i want to you know Mm -hmm. and and we talked about this before because you know as a pastor and This is the really—I have the worst emotional makeup to be in the position that I am. And there's a lot of good parts about that because I have to rely so much on God to get me through stuff. So Mm -hmm. it it gets—you know, because I have so much of a desire to be liked. But at the same time, I know I have to make decisions where people are not going to like it. And it just destroys me a lot of times. It's so hard. But I know I have to do it. Mm-hmm. So what I have to do is what you just said. I have yeah. to. I, we've had this conversation so many times. Like, what's the worst thing that could happen to me? I get fired. Well, okay. it's not <laughs> so bad. You know, is that the end of the world? Not so. No, I mean, that's not so. You lose your house. I mean, you lose your Well, I don't have to live in this house. I right. mean, as long as I have a place that I can sleep at night. Yeah. You know.
1: And you're I mean, capable enough to work at Publix and, you know. Well,
0: I think I am.
1: Capable enough to, you know, do well, all you kinds know, of jobs. you whatever. You don't have to have.
0: Right, you know, but when you have, not that I would, you know, that, and that's fine, you know, if that's what, and I could do that and be happy, I'm sure, you know. Um, and so many people do. They get value in whatever their job is, mm-hmm. no matter what position they're in, you know, many people can find value in that. That's a whole nother story, you right. know, that really yeah. doesn't, you know, apply so much to this. But I have to say that. It's like, what's the worst thing that can happen? Yeah. People get mad at me. They lose, you know, I lose my job or right. we have to move or we have to. It's, but is my value in living right. in this place? Is it having that job? Is it, you know, and my, my value has to, and this is the problem because sometimes it, Gets off, You know, my value is mm-hmm. supposed to be in God. And then if I get off and it's in value in other people, but this is what it comes down to for, you know, people who are pastors, like I, you're not my boss, mm-hmm. you know, the yeah. only person that I'm am supposed to be living up to the expectations of is God. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when I do that, people aren't going to agree with me right. and I get it. So am I pleasing him or pleasing you? Because it's easy for me to get off base and want to please people. And th- this is the reason why so many times, and this is terrible, this is a bad part about my leadership, and I get it, and I've had to work on it. I let things become a crisis, really bad crisis, before I'm willing to make really big decisions sometimes. Because for fear of the conflict. Right. Yeah. that. But then ultimately... The, the reality of it is I still had to do it. Yeah, I could have done it then when it wasn't so bad. Or I can do it now when it's this big explosion that's going on. One way or the other I'm going to have to deal with it. Right. And I've had to learn over the years that you know, I need to deal with it early on right. and understand that there is conflict there. there's, you know, whatever.
1: That's interesting that it's, you say that you're anxiety. That causes me anxiety. Yeah, but it can be related to the things you value because you asked me what makes me anxious. And what makes me anxious is that I won't have an answer, like I won't know. Um, and yeah, I can see that as an educator for you. Yeah, my so value is very much related to understanding things, you know, that I have an an understanding of what's going on and because you know if it's kind of how I cope if I understand things then I'm then I can deal with them but if if I don't have an answer I don't understand
0: that's what's cool about you to me because you're a continual learner you know because you feel that way about yourself and you want to have answers you're constantly learning and preparing and that's the same thing that's that I've had to do you know, in my education, you know, and getting further education. And I, this is the ironic thing about this. My doctorate's in leadership. <laughs> you know, you would think I'd have it all together. But we all, we all handle, have to deal with it the same way. And I'm going to throw this back again, because this is kind of a solution to anxiety. It's the preparation part of it. Mm-hmm. I have an expectation. And there's an unrealistic expectation. There's a realistic expectation unrealistic expectation is this this is not I believe this is going to make me happy if I get this if I Mm -hmm. keep my job if I get the money or whatever that's an unrealistic expectation here's an expectation it's a realistic expectation I may lose my job Mm -hmm. I may go through this so I had to prepare myself for that what is most valuable to me what is most important to me but at the same time how can I be better equipped if a if a circumstance comes about, how can I better equip myself? Because I've failed in this in the past, all right? How can I better equip myself to make good decisions and right decisions in my do-over that happens? And the more prepared—I found this for myself—the more prepared I am, the less anxious I am. So that's why I take a can of Spider-Killer to the bathroom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I don't do
0: that. But— That would be preparation though right yeah
1: so coping is one thing the other thing that people with anxiety do is they um is avoidance they avoid and that feels like a you know that kind of feels like a good solution to them like okay i'm gonna avoid the the situation i'm gonna avoid the problem um and it's you know that idea that i want to feel comfortable and this is not comfortable, so I'm gonna avoid that, but I mean, you miss out on so many amazing things while you're avoiding all the things that you know you're you're afraid of um this uh there's a bad
0: to always avoid
1: yes, it is it's bad to always avoid okay, listen to this um uh Harriet Lerner wrote this book, The Dance of Fear. And in it, she writes, it's not fear that stops you from doing the brave and true thing in your daily life. Rather, the problem is avoidance. You want to feel comfortable, so you avoid doing or saying the thing that will evoke fear and other difficult emotions. Avoidance will make you feel less vulnerable in the short run, but it will never make you less afraid. Avoiding things doesn't take away the fear um
0: oh yeah I yeah i
1: right. mean you're still gonna be afraid and um it's better to you know go ahead and move into those situations and you know learn how to deal with your anxiety in those situations because you won't show up for life if you're you know if your anxiety uh causes you to avoid i mean think about people who are um agro agoraphobic they will not leave their home, you know. They w- they fear, can't yeah. leave their house um, because, you know, they, they
0: which is another right. anxiety that yes, an from,
1: anxiety disorder, you know, or or something not that's that everybody by.
0: has to have a name that goes with our anxiety. No, not everybody, but, you know, is reached that level. Of
1: you know, but that definitely nervous. is, um, you know, a way in which we cope. Either we just worry, 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 and have all these worry thoughts or and they consume us and then it leads to all these uh you know negative behaviors or we avoid um and and again it leads to you know an unfulfilled an unfulfilled life i
0: think there's two really important questions to ask one we've already talked about is what am i afraid of spiders or whatever yeah i think about our kids Mm-hmm. They're so afraid about, um, you know, people breaking in and things. like that. they did their happy I guess those were good fears, but they used to watch Criminal Minds all the time. <laughs> you know, it was terrible. Yeah. We let them do. Well, actually, well, they, they were, were older. Yeah, no, they, they got in, there in the late, house
1: late. No, know, they were. Like you know, they Yeah, they'd gone old, to college. And they, and
0: yeah, I don't know. One of them got hooked on it, and then they told the other, and now they're just so afraid. Right.
1: About, and you know what else they do? They listen to um, those like. Uh, those crime podcasts, true crime podcasts. Yeah. So the other day, I I was walking with Abby. Um, is this, from our you're not condo. saying anything bad about Abby. Are no, you? no, no, no. Okay. Um, walking with Abby to the there's car. There's nothing
0: bad to ever no, say I about know, Abby.
1: I know. So we're walking to the Precious car. Precious angel. Uh, and she's like, "Mom, why are you walking over there? And why are you walking that way?" I'm like, "Well, because this is the this is the shortest way to get to the car." And she's like, "No, you need to walk under these cameras." I'm like, "What?" And she's like, yes, there's a camera there, there's a camera well, there, there's a camera there. And she's like, you need to walk this way so, you know, you can be seen that, in the camera. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Isn't it sad stop that we live watching, in, Stop watching, no, stop listening to these crime podcasts. But that's podcasts. not
0: necessarily a bad thing, though. I mean, it, 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 what's sad to me is that we live in a society where that we would have to think about that so much uh, now.
1: Yeah.
0: And because it is. Because people, it's a... That's the kind of world that we live right. in now. So that's not necessarily... She's thinking ahead. Well, <laughs> you know, she's thinking I, oh ahead. I don't know. Okay. That sounds like to me the she's... other question is um, Am I aware of what is at stake? Okay. What am I afraid of? Which leads to anxiety fear. But am I aware of what is at stake? And I think when you pose that question, it leads you into action. What do so you mean, what, what's at stake? Well, I'm going to give you two examples my health is at stake. Oh, okay. If I remain anxious, there are a lot of. And this weekend, in the what I'm going to be talking about is, am I actually going to go into detail about that? About the many different areas of your life, your social life, your emotional life, your physical life, all these different things that anxiety affects in a negative way. So your my health in every area of my life, emotionally, physically, all these things are at stake. My influence is at stake that's if I let these things overcome me I'm not gonna be the positive impact maker in my life in my circle not that I had to go out there and be president or whatever but in my world in my circle of influence what difference you know am I gonna make we need to wrap it up pretty quick here so um, I know you've got some other things did is there something else that you want? oh well to
1: like what what do people with anxiety what is it that they want like what is it that they're oh, yeah they That's
0: a good third question. Certainty. You, you know, they're
1: know. the the more certain things are, you know, um, the less anxiety they feel. They crave I need to know, write
0: that question now
1: <laughs> They crave um certainty. And so in that they, you know, they, they look for that. So they perfectionist. They wanna be perfect. They I I wanna be sure that I'm doing the right thing. I wanna, you know, there's perfectionism that comes out of that, and perfectionism will drive you crazy. It will.
0: It causes you even more anxiety. Yeah, the anxiety certainty is not, that you're, you're going to mess
1: up. It is that's a, certainty. a realistic expectation. You know, that's a, a realistic expectation. Um, or um,
0: not that you. It's like oh, I'm right. going to fail anyway. So that's right, it, yeah, no,
1: no, not that. But you know, um, but perfection, looking for perfection. Um, uh, people with anxiety oftentimes will pretend that what they do doesn't have an effect on people
0: that gets to the influence part. yeah
1: you know like i i i want to believe that you know the choices that i'm making won't affect other people like i, I that kind that level of certainty um that i'm um i'm not going to affect other people um people with anxiety uh, oftentimes can blame you know uh, blaming is a way to discharge pain and, and discomfort so we blame you know when we're when we're anxious um for for christians one of the ways in which they deal with their anxiety is um they want they want to be right and they they you know become can become very judgmental because they're uncomfortable with a little uncertainty you know they they, they cling to they go towards religion because um, they feel like okay, there are rules here, and the rules here are going to really, you know, help me build certainty in my life. And like, if you think about the Pharisees, well,
0: that's not necessarily.
1: Well, it's which I mean, rules?
0: taken to it, extremes. taken to an extreme,
1: like the Pharisees. Okay, you know, that's an they were given the Ten Commandments, but that wasn't enough. You know, they, they wanted it. more than that. They wanted more rules.
0: But we were given the Ten Commandments.
1: Right. You know, by that, God, that's the, but not by man. Right. But man makes all of these additional rules. And so sometimes the way people deal with their anxiety is that longing for certainty, everything's black and white.
0: And what's so interesting right, about that wrong. is they did add rules, but why did they add rules? They added rules because they wanted to be better than everybody mm-hmm. else. Because here's the thing. They had an unrealistic expectation. expectation Because if I'm better than you, then my life is good. And that's an unrealistic expectation. Anxiety was at the core of that religious problem. Oh, yeah. Well, it still
1: is the core of the religious problem.
0: I mean, obviously, religion. And when we say religion, it's more of the institution of religion and following rules. Religion in the Bible is serving the widows and the Mm -hmm. poor you know well that's what real true religion is it's about relationships
1: you know the guy goes to jesus and what's what's the most important command that was a very anxious question like he wanted certainty tell me what i have to do to get to heaven i want just tell me what it is i'm gonna do it you know i i'm anxious i'm concerned i feel like i'm you know, worried, I'm not being good enough. So what's the most important command? That's a very anxious question.
0: So it's, and it's... Love the, God and
1: love people. Right.
0: And it's, the question is, what do I need to do to go to heaven? Yes. Well, the question shouldn't be, what do I need to do to go to heaven? It right. should be, what can I do to have an awesome relationship with God? Yeah. I mean, we're so, as kids, I mean, when I became a Christian, I, I became a Christian at seven, because and it's like, I didn't want to go to hell. You're right. You know, it's like I didn't sin. I, I mean, I sinned. I did wrong. I didn't want to get help.
1: Anxiety. Anxiety, I'm I'm know, go to hell. Anxiety. Anxiety. Afraid I'm going to Fear
0: led me to become, you know, make that decision. But what the true decision I made to give my life to Christ, and I, you know, I look back at it's like, what was it then that I gave my life to Christ? Or was it because when I was in high school, I wasn't living a godly life mm-hmm. at all. And um god convicted me about it cuz i wasn't happy and then i realized my sin and all that it no longer it had nothing to do with me going to heaven or hell right it had to do it it had to do with relationship mm-hmm. and realizing the person i have a relationship with is myself mm-hmm. i'm only but when i started being concerned about you know god loves me and here i am being so selfish and i don't want to have a relationship with him and The concern, it goes from anxiety of fear because of what I want to do to make me happy to a concern of how is my life affecting other people Mm -hmm. but because I want to have a good relationship with other people. Right. And that leads to the preparation part of it. All right. It's been fun. (laughs) Anxiety 101. Hope you have a great week. Talk to you next week. Bye.